founder of Idea Project Group. And welcome to another episode of What Can a Project Manager Learn from X? And this month, I'm going to do something um, a little bit different because I'm not interviewing uh, somebody about uh, what they've done and what a project manager can learn from them. Um, but if you follow my blog at all, you know that I've been um, trying to learn or that I have been learning uh, Ruby on Rails uh, the last couple weeks here. And so for this episode, I'm just going to talk about a few things um, about what a project manager can learn from programming, because I have been trying to learn some programming, and I'm a project manager, so I figure um, this might be a little bit of an interesting episode for a few folks out there. And I've taken some good lessons already from um, from the work that I've been doing, not just from, you know, like a, uh, a coding standpoint, but just a general business standpoint um, and sort of like some larger themes that I feel like I've been, you know, been feeling myself lately and, and also been picking up on. So <clears throat> um, I do hope that next month I'll be interviewing... Um, somebody for my podcast. I actually uh, thought I had somebody lined up for um, for this month, and their schedule ended up getting a little bit messed up. So uh, that's the other reason why um, this is this this one works pretty well. So, but basically, uh, one of the first things that I'm taking away is that the. I mean, I feel like the the job that I'm normally doing um, as a project manager takes a pretty decent amount of concentration when I'm actually you know, working on, um, on some things that, that I may be doing, but the amount of concentration that I need anyway, right now to, um, to even like sit down and start any amount of programming or, you know, building this website that I'm working on is like, so much more than what I'm normally used to, like, to needing. So, and I bring this up because, um, so in the world of project management, there's, you know, there's all these things like um, stands that that people believe in, um, in, like, the agile community. And I actually have grown to, like, really hate morning stands, probably more than, like, most things that if I find something wrong about project management that I don't that I don't like. Um, like, I'm pretty, I mean, stands, I think, are crazy because um, usually they happen at, like, you know, 9.30 or 10 in the morning at a lot of places. And what happens for me anyway is that, like, the the concentration that's required to do this amount of programming is such that, like, if I knew I was going to be interrupted in any way, shape, or form, like, a half an hour from the time I was going to start, I just wouldn't start. So I think that that's like something that we need to like really be aware of is that, you know, the, um, you know, the large blocks of times that developers need are like very real, right? There was, um, and I always like believed that, um, a lot of companies could benefit from having like a developer day where, you know, one or two days a week, they just were, like, not allowed to, to like, be interrupted, except for emergencies. Um, and I I believe even more strongly in that now, after having tried to, 
to learn this. Um, the other thing I've learned is that CSS, cascading style sheets, are like the most amazing thing that I feel like I've ever used on a computer. Seriously. Um, I'm really mad that I didn't take the time to learn CSS even just a little bit uh, before this because the things that you – I just – I had no idea how awesome it was. <laughs> and, um, you know, the just knowing um, CSS and how you can move things around on a page is, you know, it's like major instant gratification when you start, you know, um, building a website. So, um, so those are just kind of some of the like initial things that I've that I've been learning. Um, but from like a larger theme, and some of this stuff is obvious. Like I feel a little bit like kind of bad that that some of this I'm like, oh, aha, having a oh, aha moment about some of this stuff, which to other people may be like really obvious, but you know, whatever. Um. And one of those things, what's amazing, the thing that's probably I have just found like the most amazing out of all of the stuff that I've been doing to try to get this website built is that so many people that I know and that I've worked with before that are developers. So I have the very good fortune of like working with developers and having worked with many developers in the past. So if I've gotten stuck on something, you know, there's a few people that I can shoot a quick IM over to and ask them a question. Um, but what's amazing is that, you know, the most valuable thing that these people have and that they can, you know, bring to a project is their experience and their knowledge and, you know, the, the lessons that they could teach somebody like me. Um, but they're more than happy to just give that away for free, right? Um, and... That is, like, just such a huge thing, I think, to, to take a step back and, and realize and think about. Because what it is is that, like, if I'm willing to put in, you know, the effort to learn how to do sort of the initial heavy lifting, right? Which isn't really even all that heavy. Um, but, like, doing something to make the site real, to get it up and running, to get it... Um, to get it live in some way, shape, or form, start linking pages together, and start getting a general concept going. Then if I get stuck somewhere and I say, hey, can you help me? I'm trying to figure out how I can, you know, modify this or, you know, whatever, create, you know, round these corners or something like that. Um, you know, people are more than happy to, like, provide ways to, you know, there's the, the whole saying of, you know, don't... Um, you know, don't give someone a fish, teach a man to fish, right? But I think, you know, you, it should also be flipped around. Whereas, like, you know, as a project manager, a lot of what I have done and what I'm good at is, like, getting a team of people together to, like, work towards a common goal and, and get that done. Um, and I believe that the main goal of a project manager is to help people get stuff done, Right? So now there's like this whole new way that I can help teams and help people get stuff done. Um, and, you know, and I'm, I'm able to help out now in areas and in ways that I may not have been able to help out before. And some teams may not want that, but other teams may 
benefit from it greatly. But the the circling back, the larger point that I'm making is that if there's something that you want to do that you don't and you and you don't know how to do it, if you just start just by starting to learn how to do it, I think that you'll be surprised at how many people are willing to help you learn that skill. And this is, by the way, not limited to like just people who are not programmers that want to be programmers or somebody who has a specific doesn't have a specific skill in something and wants to learn, you know, um, something else. But I, when I when I think about this larger this this on like a larger context, um, you know, there's people that have probably uh, been writing, you know, web applications for a number of years that with a small amount of effort, you know, relatively speaking, they would be able to to learn how to make applications for the iPhone or for the iPad. But how many people are doing that? I don't know. Um, and I think that if you're a web developer and you want to get into, you know, developing mobile applications, if you start learning it and start doing things to, you know, make an application real, um, you'll probably be amazed at how many people that they're just willing to give away their knowledge for free. Or maybe you won't be amazed, but it's definitely a big lesson that I'm taking away from all of this is that, you know, the, the analogy that I think about is like, if somebody that lived in my building called me up and said, Hey, would you, would you come over and like pack up this box of stuff and, you know, take it down to the car and, you know, I'll, I'll like make sure that the van is there, you know, um, that's like an entirely different scenario than if that person like packed up a box and was at the top of the stairs and said to me, hey, can you help me bring this down the stairs real quick, right? And so f the reason that I'm like, I guess, focusing in on this point so much is that the best thing that's happened out of me trying to um, learn this programming language is that for the first time in like a while, I feel that I, I have some ideas um, that I can at least start making real all on my own. And I know that if, you know, I'm not going to be able to get a hundred percent of the way done, but if you get that first 10% and then another 5% and then you get a little bit of help and another, you know, another 10%, pretty soon you're halfway there. Right. Um, so anyway, I guess I've kind of made the made that point. Um, the other thing I've realized is, you know, it's in the world of technology, like sometimes um, people that are the developers or the designer are looked at like the resident expert on a particular topic that you're talking about. And sometimes that's the case, and it's good, and that's, you know, the way it should be. Um, but I am now more convinced than I ever was before that some developers just do not know how to talk about technology and what's happening with websites as well as they should be able to. Because there are things that now that I'm seeing, the you know, the, the way that um, a Rails application is built, 
And don't get me wrong, like, I, there's a ton of shit I still don't know. Um, but the things that I have learned, I feel like I could clearly explain what I've learned to somebody. And if I, and where there's things that I'm, like, really uncertain about, I can explain, like, what the, the point up to which I totally get it and the point at which I become confused. So, like, a great example is Git, right? Git is, if you don't know, this, like, version control system. Basically, like, the whole thing is magic to me. I don't really understand how any of it works. Um, there's some commands that you type into the terminal, and, like, I, I, I've learned how to deploy an application on Heroku, which is a Rails um, hosting service. Um, it's awesome. But, like, the way in which an application is launched on Heroku, like, I can do it. I know how to do it. But I'm perfectly fine saying to anybody who asks me, like, I have no idea how it actually works. And I'm okay with that. I mean, someday may, I would like to understand a little bit more clearly what's going on there. Um but for right now, you know, I'm trying to get an application built in another month. That's not where I'm going to f- focus my energy. But if somebody were to, you know, to to ask me what's happening there, I would be able I can explain what's going on up to the point where I just it just turns into magic to me, right? Um and so I think that um you know, this has sort of reinforced my belief that like developers who can speak um, about the things that they're building and about technology um, in a clear way where non-technologists can understand it are really, really, really valuable because, you know, we're just, we're not going to live in a world where everybody is a coder. And, you know, all the times that I have um, been on projects, when when there's been a developer who can, like, clearly explain you know what they're doing and what the options for are for a project and you know what why some things are um are better than others you know it's always it's always great and now having seen sort of like the other side of things there's really just there's no excuse for a developer to not be able to like you know be a human being and talk to people about what they're doing and what's going on and like why certain options are better than others and all that kind of stuff um you know and if you're a developer that is more comfortable talking to a computer than to people you know honestly like i think that that is problematic right i mean i don't i don't think that not being able to communicate effectively with other human beings um, is like an acceptable like um, deficiency to have, right? Like just because you are a coder does not mean that you shouldn't be able to like sp- speak with other people, um, you know, in a clear, concise, sort of pleasant way. Um, so anyway, um, the other thing is that, like, when people have helped me, the place where it's just, like, it's great to get to is where you get just enough information where you're able to start tinkering with stuff. So, like, if somebody just gave you a baseball bat and you knew nothing at all about baseball, 
Like, where do you even begin with that baseball bat? Like, you have no idea, right? And that's how I've, I've sort of felt. I mean, I literally feel like I'm using my computer in a... I'm learning how to use it all over again. Like I'm, I'm doing things that I've, ne- I've never done before with my computer. So much less programming. I think the like so far of the stuff that I've that I've learned, the programming is actually like a very small piece of it. I mean, things like opening a new terminal window when you already have a terminal window open. Now, oh, real simple, right? Just open another terminal window. But if you've never actually worked inside the computer terminal window before. You know, it's it's a little different, you know. Um, so anyway, I think that's just, you know, I think if you can get someone to help you learn enough just to, like, tinker and to troubleshoot on your own, that's, you know, that's, like, a great, um, a great start. So, and I guess the very last thing that I'll just talk about real quick is that um, I have learned without a doubt that, Humans are better teachers than computers or books, at least for me. Um, Books and the Internet are like awesome aids to help me learn this programming language. They are a distant, distant second to a human being that is willing to sit down with me for an hour and go over questions that I have about, you know, how a certain thing works in a style sheet or how, um, you know, how to, like, link certain pages together in a certain way or whatever the case may be. And the point is that, you know, the I think we need to remember that what makes the Internet awesome is that it helps connect people, right? And so a forum where you can ask a question and somebody else answers it is awesome. Or if you can find where somebody had a question that you had and they answer it, that's great also. But those are... um, Those are what they are and they're awesome because of the fact that human beings were involved, right? And so if you are, um, you know, if you want to learn to fish, you know, the I, it, it, as many sites as there are about fishing and things that you can look at about the particular lake you're going to go to and all that kind of stuff, I don't think that you would be better served by having, like, you know, a an iPad in a boat with you able to search the Internet about the lake and whatever – um, as you would by having like a human being that is familiar with that lake and has done a lot of fishing on it and knows the fish and knows what, you know, lures and bait works and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it seems that we forget that like the thing that's, you know, the, the thing that, that is powering the awesomeness behind the internet is not the computers, it's the people. And so if, you are able to have direct access to a person that can help you learn the thing that you want to learn, then that is, I I mean, that's like just far superior. And maybe that's like, yeah, I know that kind of thing to some people, but I think that for other people out there that like 
we've made the mistake of sometimes thinking that the internet has replaced human beings and look that hasn't happened and um i think that it's good to take a step back sometimes and and remember that you know connections with other human beings and um learning from other human beings is like you know really um like more powerful and creates more bonds than like if i just come across a forum that you know shows me how to do something um so but i don't know i mean i think i think some of this is just like the way that i um that i learn and that i pick up on things as well so um you know for me it is you know having having like books in the internet is like a secondary reference with my primary reference being you know a tutor that is far um far preferable to me you know i guess i think the thing that i'll that i'll 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 just leave leave it with and i'll wrap it up with is that um this is something i should have done you know a year or two ago uh, I mean, I really feel in many ways empowered in a way that I wasn't before. Um, because, you know, if I have an idea for a site now, I can get it, I can get it started and I have like a ton to learn still, but I can already, um, make like an informational website that is of the caliber of something I, you know, I, I just didn't have the ability to make even a month ago. Um, and so as I learn more about the Ruby programming language itself, um, cause most of what I've been spending my time on so far has been like the rails framework. Um, you know, I can really see how this is going to, you know, empower me in a way that, I just wasn't empowered before. Um, and so that's like a really great thing. And so I think that, uh, you know, if there's something that you've been wanting to learn and you've been putting it off for whatever reason, um, you know, you should stop putting it off because once you start doing it, you'll realize like how quickly you're able to actually start you know, using that new skill. Um, and obviously it's going to take a long, long time to perfect, but you know, if you get that initial, you know, if you get over the initial first few humps to, to actually being able to, you know, make whatever it is that you want to make or, you know, obtain the skill that you want to obtain, um, you'll probably be really happy that you did. So, um, so I think that kind of, sums up pretty much the key lessons that I've had so far. Um, I'm having like a really, I'm having like a great time doing it. And I'm also getting frustrated, really frustrated about every two days. And then I have like a great time and then I get really frustrated. Um, but I think that's just the way that it goes. So, um, so yeah, so I think those are the, uh, those are the key lessons I'm taking away from it. Those are what this project manager has learned from programming. And uh, I hope that if there's something out there that you've been wanting to do, that you go ahead and give it a try. So, thanks a lot for joining me again on this 
um, this episode. And I will be back next month with a, another interview of, um, of somebody who's doing something great and amazing that we can all learn from. So thanks again, everybody, and have a great day.